Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking right here on Memorial Day. We celebrate Memorial Day, and we are having a show that's unlike a show we've had before. We are going to speculate a little bit about what might be going on. Why should we do that? Well, the mainstream media has been doing it for two years about Donald Trump, about collusion. And so we are going to speculate some. We're going to do some what ifs. What if uh, the government was spying on more than just Donald Trump to get Donald Trump in trouble? Don't know. We, but we're going to speculate a little bit on today's show, so let me know that. Uh, but last week, President Trump fires the shot heard around the mainstream media's world. What do we mean by that? Well, he fired the shot because he got ready to declassify some documents using Attorney General Bill Barr to put him in charge of finding out how this whole hoax, this Russian collusion hoax started. And before we get all the news on that, that today Doc Holliday is going to do a little speculation, not saying we got sources knowing anything, but I have got a clip that I recorded when I was at the Republican National Convention with General Flynn. There's an Irish reporter talking to him and me, and and this is, there's just a clip there that I want to play, and I'm going to bring out something that we may be looking at here, and we have just got to throw out some possibilities that might be happening, and we know some things are happening for sure that's going to unravel, but I'm going to talk something about General Flynn that nobody said anywhere else, but you're going to hear here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And before we get to that, <laughs> this is Memorial Day uh, this week, and we we do honor those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, I know I got a uncle I've never known. He he died in World War II. I have uh, uh, quite a few uncles that fought in World War II, and some of them, they all came back uh, with a different experience. And thank God most of them did come back. But there's those who have given it their all. And this is what Memorial Day is for. And we remember them, commend them, their families. And there's so many people going back. Those who fought in World War II are in their 90s now, 90s. There's not a whole lot of them left. And the men and women went through that. Uh, there were people who lost love with. There's some ladies who uh, moved on and married someone else when their spouse or boyfriend was killed in World War II and reshaped their entire lives. And those are some things that we don't really go into, the deep hurts and wounds in those who remain after 
someone has uh, sacrificed his life for his country. And, and now, of course, we've had uh, women who have sacrificed their lives for their country. And for that, we honor on Memorial Day week. So thank you for those serving, those who have served in our armed forces, our military. God bless you. God bless your families. We're praying for you. And we will not forget. Now, saying that, this is rock-splitting politics, Doc Holliday's rock-splitting politics. And I do want you to understand that as we look in politics, everybody's looking at the presidential election in 2020 that's the everything's gearing over to those uh presidential election year with uh the congress all of the house being up for re-election and uh a third of the senate what's going on in 2019 well <laughs> in the state of mississippi and that's where this show comes from i know we got listeners across the country and across the world they give a uh uh, hat tip to those who listen to us in the other countries. We see those uh, uh, different addresses coming up. We we appreciate you listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics because you'll hear things here you won't hear anywhere else. But I do want to tell you that in Mississippi, there's a governor's race that has the potential to be one of the most expensive governor races that's ever been in the state of Mississippi. Could be the most expensive. Don't know how it shape up. Right now, there's uh, there's a primary for the Democratic Party and a primary for the Republican Party, and both candidates. Uh, there's some leading candidates right now for the Republicans. The one that people say is leading is the lieutenant governor, present lieutenant governor, Tate Reeves. And then uh, for the Democrats, there's the uh, state attorney general, Jim Hood. And Jim Hood is always in a state that's red as, uh, and Republican as Mississippi. Jim Hood has always won. He's the only uh, solidly elected, consistent Democrat that's been elected statewide. And for uh, three, uh, at least three times now, I know, and he always pulls the uh, votes from people who normally vote Republican now vote for him, even as a Democrat, because he relates. Therefore, if Jim Hood wins the nomination, and and he very uh, he's the one that most people think will, then there's also in the Republican primary the former. Son, the f- son of a former governor, Bill Waller Jr., is running Republican primary. He was a chief justice of the Mississippi State Supreme Court, and he's well known in the central part of the state, not as well known in the northern and southern part of the state, where his name was on the ballot to be judged for many years. But now he's in a Republican primary with uh, Lieutenant Governor Tate Reeves, but a lot of people are watching this race because the Democrats, this is the reason why, and we're going to keep our eyes on it, and we may try to uh, get some of the candidates on if we can right here on uh, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. But what is going on is the Democrats so badly, <laughs> well, what's the term? They sorely want to win a race before the 2020 elections that says, makes a statement that Trump is in trouble and the Democrats are in control. 
And how better to do that than go into a red state like Mississippi, where Trump won handedly in 2016 the state of Mississippi. But what if they flipped the governor from Republican to Democrat in the state of Mississippi? That will be a shouting point. That will be a like teeing off the 2020 elections for the Democrats. So there is potentially a lot of money heading to Mississippi because the Democratic nominee, if it's Jim Hood, the state attorney general, he will command a lot of resources. He's never got beat on the state level. Uh, and he's he's very consistent in what he, uh, year after year, or election after election, getting Republicans to vote for him. Will they vote for him as governor? Will Tate Reeves, uh, will he become the Republican nominee? And if he does, will he be able to raise enough money to match what the Democrats will f- pour into uh, the Jim Hood campaign? It's very, very uh, interesting to look at the way things could line up. And the uh, the primaries are in August, and we'll find out what happens. We'll keep you posted here. But I just show telling you, the Mississippi governor's race could very well be a bellwether pointing to what's going to happen in 2020 in a conservative state that's very Republican statewide like Mississippi. Can the Democrats pull an upset? They A lot of them think they can and will. So we'll watch this, see what's going on. We'll keep you posted. But right now, let's talk about Trump fires the shot heard around the mainstream media's world. Well, just what happened? <laughs> Well, last week, we know that uh, and it had been pointing. It wasn't anything that was just very unusual, but it was uh, the attorney general now has been given the authority by President Trump to look into how did this whole Russian collusion thing start, and is, was there anything wrong? Were any laws broken? Well, it's got the Democrats in an uproar. Uh, uh, Adam Schiff, <laughs> he... he uh, he said that uh, the declassification, uh, this is what Adam Schiff tweeted. I'll just read his tweet. Quote, while Trump stonewalls the public from learning the truth about his obstruction of justice, Trump and Barr conspire to weaponize law enforcement and classified information against their political enemies. The cover-up has entered a new and dangerous phase. This is un-American. This is a Democrat. Now, I grew up in the 70s, and it's like the the Democrats could not stand government power and control, especially when it came to uh, FBI, CIA, and spying on citizens. And now, Adam Schiff, as a liberal Democrat, is saying this is un-American to see if American citizens were spied upon. <laughs> I mean, this is how Trump has really turned the world around where the, where the Democrats are saying, let people spy on citizens. We need to have that. We need to, we don't need to look into it. Don't look at it. Don't see if it's, you know, should have been done or not. Just give the government the power and the bureaucrats the power. The Democrats would never have done this back in the seventies. Uh, 
all the different leading Democrats, they are rolling in their graves. And know they got Democrats who do not want anyone to look at the power and force of uh, the intelligence community. And are they using it correctly? Are they using it against American citizens? So that's what President Trump says. Let's find out. And I just... It's, it, well, let me play again. We, we talk about the mainstream media. Let me play this little clip from CNN, Wolf Blitzer. And Jim Acosta, who's got a book out, I think. He's making oodles of money for uh, confronting Donald Trump. But we'll, uh, we'll have to, let me play this clip And after this came down from, well, uh, as the president declassified this information and said that the attorney general will be looking into it. Then after that, they're supposed to have an infrastructure meeting, but Nancy Pelosi called the president and said he was uh, doing a cover-up and, and just bringing all kind of consternation uh, on the president. And so he, instead of having a meeting, he walked out on Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, and they tried to say he was unfit to be president, and it just went back and forth. <laughs> Take a listen uh, here from Wolf Blitzer's show on CNN. Let's go to our chief White House correspondent, Jim Acosta. Jim, once again, Nancy Pelosi speaks and the president goes off on a tear. That's right, Wolf. It really got nasty over here at the White House earlier today as the president went off on the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi after she said that she hopes Mr. Trump's aides and family stage an intervention, as she called it. Then this afternoon, in that wild exchange with reporters, the president described Pelosi as, quote, crazy as he dubbed himself an extremely stable genius. And in front of the cameras, the president then put his own top aides on the spot to talk about how stable he really is. So today I'm announcing trading barbs with his chief Democratic nemesis. President Trump took a swipe at House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, saying she can't comprehend the U.S. trade deal with Mexico and Canada now pending before Congress. You know, she's a mess. Look, let's face it. She doesn't understand it. The president then got even more personal, relitigating his confrontation one day earlier with Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, complete with schoolyard nicknames. I was extremely calm. I was probably even more so in that room. So I walked into the cabinet room. You had the, uh, the group, crying Chuck, crazy Nancy. I tell you what, I've been watching her, and I have, I have been watching her for a long period of time. She's not the same person. Uh, she's lost it. The verbal tussling comes one day after the president lashed out in the Rose Garden, a performance Democrats derided as another Trump temper tantrum. I don't do cover-ups. Pelosi appears to have gotten under Mr. Trump's skin, referring to the two eyes, impeachment... There's no question. The White House is just crying out for impeachment. And intervention, a new Pelosi trigger word. I pray for the president of the United States. I wish that his family or his administration or his staff would have an intervention for the good of the country. The president turned to his own aides to back him up. One after one, top officials were called on by the president to reassure the public Mr. Trump was calm in his meeting with Democrats. You were very calm. Kelly Ann's right, you were very calm. Very calm and straightforward and clear. I'm an extremely stable genius. The president said he's not goading Pelosi into impeaching him. I don't think anybody wants to be impeached. The White House is accusing Democrats of being more interested in investigation than legislation. I think it's a, a complete lie that uh, Democrats in Congress think they can do two things at once. So far, we haven't seen them do anything. Nancy Pelosi has had the majority in the House uh, for months and has yet to accomplish a single thing. They haven't gotten they literally haven't gotten anything done since she's taken over. 
Well, Sarah Sanders in defense of the Democrats, which I don't do very often, they have passed a lot. It's just that, you know, they can't get it through the Senate and they'll never get to the president to sign it. So and they've passed a bunch of needless bills. But you're correct. They have not done anything substantial for the country, knowing they have to work with the Republican Senate and the president to get legislation through that will help the American people. So let's hope they'll do that. But now going back to what. Uh, you know, just the, the going back and forth, what Nancy Pelosi is doing. And, and the president said she's not the same woman she used to be. And I, you listen to her talk, and I, I can uh, agree with that. Uh, she's not as sharp with wit like she once was. But now let's, let's look at the overall picture. And the Democrats, I, I, I told you what Adam Schiff had said. Told you, you know, Nancy Pelosi's. They're throwing out these terms, intervention and impeachment, they, and intervention. And just saying that it makes you think this guy, President Trump, is crazy. He shouldn't be in the White House. They're going back. They did this several times before. They're just trying to get it to finally stick. And said he was uh, in a bizarre meeting and and stormed out of the meeting. And yet, uh, it's not the way it happened. And so we we got to understand this media never, the mainstream media never stops uh, going after Donald Trump whatever way they can. And that's why I said Trump is firing a shot heard around the mainstream media's world because his shot is the first one. Trump has been on the defense saying there is no collusion, there is no obstruction. Now he's got it backed up by the two-year Mueller probe. And now why did this start? Well, we're going to talk about that. I got a clip I'm going to play that nobody's played on any TV show. It's exclusive, exclusive clip of a recording. I got a General Flynn who you remember is, uh, was fired as a national defense director at the job that John Bolton holds now but it goes back and I just have to wonder just have to wonder there were people out to get General Flynn but first let me remind you you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics you're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net that's webtalkradio.net now uh, I told you we're going to speculate some let me play you this clip from the Republican National Convention. It's on the floor. In the background, you can hear what's going on in the convention. But I was on the convention floor as a delegate from the state of Mississippi. And I had my recorder with me to help as we put together uh, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. But there was an Irishman, a reporter from Ireland, who was talking to General Flynn and and. Uh, and I was there, too, and we recorded this with General Flynn. I want you to listen to this, who was really directing Donald Trump's uh, security team. What uh, I mean, what he's looking at, at what he do as president. And, uh, and General Flynn was not liked by the Obama administration. He was high up in the Obama administration as far as under the defense. But uh, he disagreed with President Obama on some things, and... Uh, and he, he was fired or he resigned. I forgot. But anyway, he left the administration. But here, take a listen to this recording. It's exclusive right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Hadn't heard anywhere else. Nobody else has it. Yeah, I mean, so the answer is overall yes. But the party needs to unify to him as well. There's a, there's a, there's a reciprocity here, Irishman, you know, that... 
it, you know, Donald Trump is he's fighting for this country. This guy could go and do much different things. But he decided, like I decided, that this country is going in the wrong direction. And he decided, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to try to fight for it. So, the, he, and, he, and he got to this level. I mean, look at the, look at, this is warfare, right? So look at the battles that he won. Look at all of these. I mean, how many did he win? How many debates? How many people did he, did he have to knock off to get here? All, almost 90% of them, political class people. This country is sick of the political correctness and sick of the political class because the people in the federal government, they've, they've become disconnected with the people out, you know, out in middle America. So um, Donald Trump, you know, he, he, uh, he recognized that well before uh, any, any of the political class did. And so I think that's why uh, he's been doing so well, to be honest with you. And so this, back to your question, the, he'll, he'll unify the party, but the party also needs to unify behind him. All these, you know, sour pusses out there, right, all these, all these egos that are out there that aren't here tonight and have decided not to show up, you know, too bad for them. I think that shows complete disrespect for a large portion of this country, not for Donald Trump. It shows disrespect for our political system, the way it's supposed to work, and it shows disrespect for, for millions and millions of people in this country. And I think that's a shame. Is this a big wake-up call then for the party? That the this party is a wake-up call for America. This is a wake-up call for America. Now, that was General Flynn. And I told you, he's high up in a minute, uh, the Obama administration. He came up... Uh, through uh, Afghanistan and in the military and General Flynn did not agree with what Obama was doing on a lot of things and finally they parted ways but there is something about the Obama administration when you look at uh, Clapper and Brennan his CIA and uh, and the National Defense Director they have some kind of revenge hatred. We see that. I think we're going to find out more and more the way they hated Donald Trump. But, you know, one thing, they hated Donald Trump so much that it's almost where when you, if you speculate, and this is all speculation, but you heard General Flynn. That does not sound like someone to me that hates America. He loves America. General Flynn loved America so much he wanted to help Donald Trump to win because he knew the drain, drain the swamp or something needed to happen. But let's go back and speculate. He got in trouble. General Flynn did, and there's no doubt that he took some money from Turkey, took some money from Russians. What if? What if the CIA... Or some other people close to the administration helped arrange that money. What if somebody helped arrange that money? These are the same people who somehow knew about Manafort. When Manafort was made a campaign manager, all of a sudden, and again, we're hearing from the Ukraine, the Ukraine, people in Ukraine that knew Manafort came out and gave the Clinton team some of this information did the Clinton team know about some of it and went to Ukraine and asked to get it out and somebody get paid? We don't know. 
I, I, that's why all this needs to be investigated. And, and the Attorney General Bill Barr, I hope, looks real deep in this Ukraine. How did the Ukraine, did they volunteer the information, or was the information known by someone in the United States and the Clinton administration who went to Ukraine and said, let's get this out? All we know is there was collusion between the Clinton team and the Ukraine government. Collusion. We know somehow it happened. Now, these people who hated, hated General Flynn and what he stood for when it came to fighting terrorism, these people in the Obama administration, did they have it out for General Flynn? And when General Flynn hooked up with Donald Trump, did it infuriate these people who hated General Flynn and hated the way he viewed terrorism and the fact that General Flynn teamed up with Donald Trump trying to get Donald Trump elected, did it infuriate them so much that they would devise a plan to entrap General Flynn, if they put money in front of him, if they arranged somebody to get inside with General Flynn, and then they knew that he was inside there once he got paid these consulting fees from Turkey, from Russia, then they were in his grasp, and they were following him all along, trying to bring him down and make him look like a traitor to his country. Did that happen? That's what I want to know. I hope Attorney General Bill Barr will not go without turning over every stone when it comes to General Flynn's case. He he um, he pled guilty to lying to the FBI. In the statements that people said, even struck the the. Uh, Clinton-loving FBI agent determined and thought that General Flynn had not lied to him in an interview, but they went back and found some things and dug into it, and they said General Flynn lied to the FBI. And don't you know, Clapper and Brennan and these people who are following General Flynn just grinned ear to ear and said we're going to not only crush General Flynn, we are going to inflict a wound on Trump that will bring down his presidency. That's what they were thinking right after the inauguration. Do I know this is what they're thinking? No, I'm not saying that. Do I have proof that they try to set up General Flynn? No, I am not saying that. But I am speculating. I told you we're going to speculate because the mainstream media has been speculating for two years about collusion, all of its faults, and now the very people who would spy on an opposing team's campaign, the very people who devised ways to to entrap people on the campaign and then spy on the campaign, and then they would use government power and means to to uh, remove a duly elected president elected by the citizens of the United States by the Constitution and they would try to just they just tried to uh, remove him from the presidency these same people did that could they go after General Flynn 
they could. I hope Attorney General Barr will look into General Flynn's case also. Please do not leave any stone unturned when it comes to General Flynn, Attorney General Bill Barr. That's Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Told you, you hear some things here you won't hear anywhere else. It is speculation. I have no proof, but I do want General Attorney General Barr to look into that because I know General Flynn wants to serve his country and serve it well. And I just think he got caught up in something that some people thought they were smarter than him. I hope the truth comes out. Let's see what the truth is, and we'll accept it as long as we know that all the truth is there. Okay, you got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. <laughs> we'll see you next week with another great show. See you then. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.